Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hello. It's great to be with you. Today is our fourth and our final week in this holiday being with series we've been in, where we're talking about what it looks like to bring our doing side into friendship with our being side. In particular, we're turning our attention today towards considering where and how we might find ourselves connecting with God in our everyday, ordinary lives, which for me, I think has been the benefit of contemplative forms of prayer, actually, that increasingly I found myself able to connect with the presence of God in this ever-widening variety of ways. And so just to give a sense of it, it wasn't that long ago now I was realizing, oh, I need some quality time with God, similar to the podcast that we did last week. I need time with God. And so one of our podcasts that we had done on Visio Divina came to mind, and I thought, ooh, I want to do Visio Divina. There's this tree that lives just outside one of our windows. And I decided, okay, I'm going to sit with this tree. And it really is a poor tree at this point. Like the last couple of winters have been difficult. The weather comes and these big limbs have fallen off and it's got this irregular shape now. Like its hair has got the, like I've been laying in bed and it's just standing up a thing. But as I sat with this tree, I found myself no longer seeing the stuff that I was more concerned about or that had bothered me and had said, instead began to see the beauty of this tree. And I just hadn't seen it lately. But as I was there in stillness, there were all of these qualities. And I thought, oh, that reminds me of God. And then that started to lead me to become aware of the qualities that I had in common with the tree and how God and I and the tree were interconnected. So it's this whole journey which then eventually I needed to move on. And so as I was leaving this prayerful space, I realized I was leaving with this sense of awe, both in this extraordinary way, but also in an ordinary sense of the word. Because on one hand, the extraordinary winters of Wisconsin, they really impacted this little tree. And how is that just so true of life, that there are these difficult things and they leave an impact. And yet, there was also this tree and I, and maybe even we're looking at each other and we're both reflecting this image of God together. And we both are offering care to some and we both need care ourselves. It was just this really meaningful and restorative time of connection, of being with, but also only one possible way. There are so many ways to practice being with in everyday life. And so as we begin today, I'd love to open it up and hear what comes to the surface as we start talking. One thing I appreciate about what you just shared, Christina, is almost a spectrum of extraordinary to ordinary and that being with space, we can have those amazing extraordinary moments where, you know, the mountaintop or this like amazing sunset or this amazing, ah, um, but then also like, how do we just engage with the ordinary and dial that in a little bit and like you recently, I was craving some deeper connection with God, a, a chunk of time, not just, and, and I, again, I appreciate the, the moments throughout the day, but just maybe a chunk of time. And it came just in the form of this book that I was reading. And I thought, you know what? I don't often just sit down and read a book 
period. And, that's, and, and it wasn't even like a workbook or whatever. It was just like a, a book. And so allowing myself to just get the blanket and it was in the morning before getting to the emails and those different things had done all the morning, get the kids off to school thing and sat with the tea and the candle and the blanket and read. And at first I had to fight off some of the resistance to that of just taking the chunk of time to do that. But again, this like ordinary book from the library became this really beautiful moment and hearing the story of this Persian woman and some of her experiences. And it was about finances too, and the practicality. And it was just this like really well-rounded morning that I had sitting with this book and the tea and God and all of that. And so, yeah, I think just really appreciate that those being with moments can have the extraordinary, which I love and hope to have more of in my life, but then also maybe even just dialing into those ordinary. I really appreciate what both of you guys are saying. And in a sense, if I had to to sum it up, I feel like there's a sense of returning to things that have spoken to us or been meaningful in our journey and giving it opportunity to speak again. And I think one of the ways that I experience that is whenever I experience the seasons, the beautiful seasons, we recently experienced daylight savings. And so we went from being dark super early to being dark, not quite as early, to it becoming dark earlier in the afternoon. And I think driving in the morning or being in nature in the morning, nature has a lot to speak to me, just returning to the seasons. What does this time of year, we're approaching the winter solstice, it hasn't yet come, but it will be coming soon, and just paying attention to the way that time changes and the beauty of the light at dusk and the beauty of light in the dawn and just taking moments to experience the awe that nature has for us. So that that's something that I've been returning to. Yes. As you're talking, it's funny because this continuum of ordinary to extraordinary, it gets blurry the more that you talk about it. What is ordinary and what is extraordinary? Are the seasons ordinary because they change all the time and we keep experiencing them every single year? Or is it extraordinary that the seasons change? It's hard to even parse it out sometimes, but I do think that is this beauty of being able to experience the spiritual in more things. So our kids really make fun of us in our house because eating can be a very spiritual experience (laughs) and they do not, they're not quite there yet, but Dominic and I can make a really big deal over a meal and just get so excited about the flavors And that same excitement can be there around their laughing. And that same excitement can be there around, ooh, these pants are so soft. Just these little things in life that make a really big difference. But it's that sort of turning attention to it and allowing that to be part of my spirituality and not separate from my spirituality. And I think all of that plays a role. And I appreciate your wondering about the blurry line between extraordinary and ordinary and can those things become that and I say yes to that. And also there does seem to be some distinctness, right? The something about the soft pants does feel different than going on vacation and seeing the ocean if you don't live near the ocean and just the beauty of having the both and of the expansiveness of the extraordinary and I wonder if when we taste those things, if it makes it more rich, right? The the contrast between the extraordinary and ordinary and drawing from just the 
sort of wonder that awe brings us that it can be so accessible and also so out there. And it, it reminds me of this book that I've recently read actually called Awe, where he talks about it's the science. It's, let me just read this. The new science, everyday wonder and how it can transform your life. And I appreciate because he breaks down these different aspects of awe. Like one of one aspect of awe are, I think, what he calls epiphanies, right? Like sort of these intellectual things that like blow your mind or expand your mind. And it's, oh yeah, like I wouldn't have thought that is a, a piece of awe and that being with. But when I'm with my mind and allowing my mind to go with this thought and, and be stimulated, there's a being with that, that that takes me from the doing. And I have to like research this of, no, I'm just going to sit with this and ponder or stew or mull over. And so, yeah, I just appreciate the expansiveness that we're naming today. Yes. I too, uh, I, I even love the language of blurry. Like I think what comes to me is my son recently got glasses and I myself have started to need reading glasses because the text is just too small I, to read labels. I have to put these glasses on. And just the idea of something, just a slight adjustment can bring something into focus. And I, I, I think what we're saying is this being with, setting our attention, maybe even a physical act of whatever, putting glasses on or whatever metaphor that looks like for you, just setting your attention to bring clarity or to see something in a new light. So I, I really appreciate that image too. Uh, it's very re resonant and look forward to trying that out in this notion of our ordinary lives. How do we experience awe? So thank you for that. I agree. There's that very both and reality to life. You, you might turn a corner and you run smack dab into a sunset in the way that it's reflecting off the clouds or the trees and it like takes your breath away and it brings you into the moment. And that is extraordinary because it brought you in and there was no preparation whatsoever. And then other moments, it is that intentionality, like what I was sharing before, right? Like I need to sit and I need to be and I need to connect all the parts of me to my spiritual self again. And they both happen. It's not really one or the other. Sometimes I need to intentionally seek out awe. Sometimes it's just going to hit me, right? <laughs> and as we're recording this, it's Thanksgiving week here in the United States. When it releases, it will be towards the end of the year. But again, just recognizing the importance of gratitude. And for me too, I totally experience God as the source, as God is being with me in my everyday life. When I just take moments of gratitude and get excited about whatever the little thing is that I'm excited about and taking that little thing and expanding it into a moment of gratitude, it's just, it just changes my day. It changes everything when I'm able to do that. And so I just feel like it'd be remiss for me to not mention gratitude as something that's so instrumental in my own life as it relates to being with God in the everyday. Totally agree. I think, again, awe, gratitude, those are things that bring clarity, that shift your attention. So, Yeah, they're married in a way. And this is true of so many things. They There's like spokes in a wheel, if you will. And so they just start connecting very easily. And I've thought about this a little bit. Like why is awe such a big deal in helping to cultivate a practice of being with? And I think for me anyways, it pulls me out and there's different language for it. Like some might talk about it from the ego perspective, 
Richard Rohr might talk about it from that building the container, which is still that ego concept, but just slightly different words or more words. But we do spend a lot of time with our identity and building the container and dealing with the lists and all the things that just need to happen. And so awe helps me to put that into balance again, right? We're talking about that friendship. How do we get it into friendship? Oh, it just reminds me there's more to life than the list and the things and uh, accomplishment and achievement. And it pulls me back so that I don't only spend my time in that space. So yes, I think when it comes to, oh, how can also specifically in this whole series, right? As we're talking about, oh, what are the things that connect me? And what are my barriers? Awe is a very specific thing to hone in on and say, ooh, this one will really help you find that being with. How funny that we didn't say love or something like that, but here we are. And I think for me too, as I'm going into the new year, I love having reflective times around what's the new year going to bring. And again, this episode is airing right before the new years. And for those that have that practice, I think it's helpful to, to consider those moments of awe. What has the year been to us and how have we collectively experienced God in the ordinary? And then what are the opportunities as we go into the new year towards doing that? And so have really appreciated the series that we've done about the being with. And I think I don't think there's anybody that's, yes, I want to be more distracted and less present to people or to myself in the new year. And so hopefully the collection of these wisdom and, and the awe, what you're, what we're naming today can be something that we borrow into our new practices for the new year. Yes, because oftentimes we don't see what's happening in the moment. And so this moment to be able to look back and say, oh yes, there has been a whole lot of awe, even if it was ordinary <laughs> in the moment, it has meaning and purpose. I like that. Thank you for that. And now is the time in our podcast where we take a moment to talk about what we are into. So what are we into today? Speaking of awe in the ordinary, which I actually like this part of the podcast. It's one of my favorite things to uh, listen back on, but I am so into my collapsible water bottle. Uh, so I am getting ready um, later this week. I'll be flying. And of course, you can't bring your liquids uh, through the security check. And so I have this collapsible water bottle that's just a fun color. I love the material. It's a nice straw. And so I'm excited to use my collapsible water bottle. So that is what I am delighting and into this week. I am not into water bottles, but I am into something that is really fun for me, which is wool hats. So as we get into this colder temperatures here in Wisconsin, I have some fun wool hats and I try to wear them more than just in the winter months because they go really well with some of my outfits. And my doctor has really encouraged me to wear hats for the rest of my life. So I have been into wool hats and I've got a new gray wool hat that is really warm and really stylish and will do something functional, allow me to wear it with certain parts of my wardrobe that my nice green and blue wool hats will not allow. So lovely. I am not into hats because I get confused by them. <laughs> The brim makes me lose like my sense of where I am in space and time. I'm sure that I will have to get used to that at some point in my life because I'm sure some doctor somewhere at some point will tell me similar things. But let's see, what am I into lately? I am into honestly rebuilding my head register. I've been 
doing more music where you sing up high with choirs that are trying to sing in a more classical way and realized, man, I've gotten old. Like this used to be so easy to do. So I've been spending time rebuilding my head register. Thank you everyone for being with us and we will look forward to being with you again soon. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, we invite you to stay connected by signing up for our Foundry Spiritual Center newsletter, where you can learn about even more programs and offerings. You'll find a link to subscribe in the show notes or visit us anytime at foundrysc.com. Thanks again for being with us. We hope you have a great week.